How do you feel about your skills as a writer? Do you see how being a better writer can serve your career? I've used writing as a means to advance my nursing career, and you can do it too. Let's talk about the power of writing right here on episode 173 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so glad you're tuning in and listening right now, whether it's your first time listening or you've been hanging out with me here on the airwaves for months or years. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, just hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 173. That's nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 173. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is brought to you by Janu Scrubs, a fashion-forward company that refuses to compromise quality, fit, or style, and their direct relationships with the best fabric mills and factories ensures that their goal is achieved. So for 25% off any order, please visit bit.ly forward slash Nurse Keith Scrubs. That's bit.ly forward slash Nurse Keith Scrubs. And Use the code NURSEKEITH25 at checkout for 25% off. I really, really do love my Janus, and you will too. And remember, Janu is J-A-A-N-W. Anyway, I am thrilled you're here, so let's dig right into today's topic. Back on August 27th, 2018, I published a blog post over on my blog, Digital Doorway, and it was entitled, Your Nursing Career and the Skill of Writing. And I really wanted to talk about this because a lot of nurses reach out to me who feel like their writing skills are not quite up to snuff. They have trouble with cover letters. They have trouble with essays for getting into grad school or nursing school. Sometimes it's getting ready for putting their resume together or upping their LinkedIn game. And writing isn't necessarily something that a lot of nurses spend a lot of time thinking about. And it's definitely not what a lot of nurses spend their time practicing. So when we think about general nursing skills, the things that, like I say in the blog post, make a nurse a nurse, writing isn't the first thing that generally comes to mind. When I think about nursing or when you think about nursing, you might conjure up images of central lines and urinary catheters and wound care and medications and IVs and physical assessment and all those kinds of things. However, the power of the pen as it were, is something that you definitely want to consider in terms of its ability to take your career to the next level. And I'm going to dig into this in the course of this episode so that you get a clearer picture of what I'm talking about. Now, I hypothesize that writing is a skill that can serve your nursing career on many, many levels, both on the mundane level, and also on more intricate levels as you move forward 
as a nurse throughout your career. And whatever your skill level is as a writer, there is always room for improvement. I mean, I've been writing professionally for quite a while now, and I'm still trying to improve because there's always more to do. And if writing wasn't necessarily your thing in high school or it wasn't your thing in college, there's still time, there's still space in your life and in your career to utilize writing to move your career forward and to find ways to express yourself that are going to help you personally and professionally. So in the blog post that I mentioned just a few minutes ago, the first section is called Career Development 101. And career development and management often has to do with your ability to articulate who you are, what makes you tick, what you do, what your skills are, what your knowledge and expertise is, and basically how you move in the world as a healthcare and nursing professional. So like I said at the top of the show, it might come down to resumes and cover letters, and that is some of the ways in which we need to use writing in our careers all the time. However, some of you out there are considering going to graduate school. Maybe a lot of you are considering DNP or nurse practitioner school, and most of those programs, if not all, require an essay. Now, I do know some people who specialize in these nurse practitioner program essays. So if you are thinking about or you're in the process of putting together an application for nurse practitioner school, hit me up at keith at nursekeith.com and I will introduce you to the nurses and the nurse practitioners I know who are excellent writers who can help you with your essay and help make it the most powerful piece of writing you can possibly put together in the interest of getting into that DNP or NP program. Now, when you are working on something relatively mundane, like a resume or a cover letter or the summary for your LinkedIn or something like that, of course, you can always hire me or another career coach or a resume writer to help you with those things. We acknowledge that those services cost money. So there's the first thing. The second thing is that If you're on a quick timeline, like say you need to get your cover letter and resume ready and you haven't really given it much time, you've given it short shrift the last four or five years and you have an application you need to send in tomorrow, you may not be able to get me or another coach on the phone to help you. So getting your writing skills up to speed will definitely help you when you're in the pinch like that and you need to get it done. Now, Many of us out there can also help you learn to write better. We can learn to help you express yourself. And whether you need to put together a rudimentary resume or you're writing a master's thesis, writing skills are definitely going to serve you. Now, I mentioned self-expression a little bit ago. Self-expression, I feel like, is something that is so important for all of us to practice. And In this 21st century, here we are in 2018, I noticed that so many of us are so addicted to saying how busy we are. Oh, I am so busy. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I implore you as a hardworking professional, or maybe you're a hardworking student and you're on your way to becoming a professional, 
the power of writing, that ability for you to express yourself, to be able to articulate, to put together your thoughts and your feelings on paper, digitally or otherwise, that is such an important thing for, I hesitate to say it, but I'll say for self-care because it doesn't really fit with the the zeitgeist of what people usually say self-care is, but your ability to write down and express your negative feelings, your angers, your frustration, your grief, your rage, and also your joy and the challenges and everything else you're experiencing in the course of your personal and professional lives, being able to reflect on that in written form can be very powerful. And in the original blog post, and there will be a link in the show notes, I say that you should consider writing to be a type of pressure release valve for the nurse's mind, heart, and soul. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, that the ability to write stuff down, to get it off your mind, to get it down on paper or write it down on your laptop, that can really do so much for you in terms of your ability to move forward, to feel good about yourself, and to be able to articulate what it is that's going on inside of you. Now, Florence Nightingale did a ton of writing. There are so many pieces of writing by Florence Nightingale in the archives. And those writings are a window, a door into a brilliant mind, an inquisitive mind, a curious mind. And where would we be without the written contributions of Florence Nightingale that basically founded biostatistics and founded the professionalization of nursing? You might be the next Nightingale, or you might be the next Barbie Dossie or Susan Luck or Jean Watson. You might be the next nursing theorist out there. You might be writing a PhD dissertation or a master's thesis. And many people who go to grad school and PhD programs, eventually, sometimes those dissertations and theses get published. And that is an honor. It's a true honor. So if you are able to write that thesis to write that dissertation with panache, with style, with form, with a sense of who you are as a writer and what you bring to that blank page in front of you. That can have an amazing impact on the course and trajectory of your career and also on your self-confidence, your ability to say, yeah, I did that. I wrote that down and man, that was powerful. And that was a really powerful healing opportunity and experience for me to take part in that. So self-expression as a writer can run the gamut from keeping a journal. Maybe you just want to keep a journal for your eyes only. It doesn't have to be shared with the greater public. Or maybe, like me, you want to be a blogger or a freelance writer or a podcaster, or you have books to write. Maybe there's a book inside of you and you need to get your writing chops really, really souped up so you can go out there and express yourself and share your thoughts and feelings and expressions with the rest of the world. Now, just a moment ago, I mentioned this potential for publication. And yes, 
many nurses who write a master's thesis or PhD dissertation might get that published in a journal. It happens. It's a really wonderful thing that can happen in someone's life and can really bring many more opportunities to you once people see how you express yourself on paper. Now, I was one of the first nurse bloggers on the scene back in 2005. Sean Dent and a few other people were out there. And I can attest to the fact that sharing my thoughts publicly about my nursing career, about burnout, about the patients I was working with, about my frustrations, my joys, my challenges, my pain, writing about the grief I felt when patients died, that blog, which is still going today, 13 years later, that blog has led to so many opportunities for me. And was I the same writer that I am now back in 2005? And I will very clearly say no. I was a decent writer at the time, but 13 years down the road, I have done a hell of a lot more writing and I have honed my craft. I have learned how to be a better blogger, how to be a freelance writer, how to put this information out there, how to get what's in my heart, what's in my mind down onto paper so that other people can see it. And when I began blogging, it really was just an exercise in expressing myself and blowing off steam. That's all I was trying to do. I didn't really have an aspiration to become a professional writer. I didn't think any freelance writing would come of it. I didn't think I would write any books. This was a journey for me of expressing myself and getting feedback from the people who were reading my blog and telling me how much they appreciated what I wrote. So that journey did lead to many more opportunities. Slowly, I realized that I could ask websites to write for them for free. And then after I'd done that for a while and made a name for myself, I was actually able to start asking for money. And now all these years later, I'm able to command a fairly good hourly rate for writing for professional websites and some nursing magazines and journals. So what started as a work of my heart that I just wanted to express myself turned into what has become a significant stream of income for me. Even while I was working as a nurse, I am fully self-employed now, but even when I was simply just working as a nurse and writing on the side, I was thrilled to bring in $100 here, $200 there, $75 here. And that has continued to grow and it puts a little bit of food on the table and I get a lot of satisfaction from the knowledge that I'm able to use my skill as a writer, as a person who has something to say, who wants to influence the thoughts and feelings and nursing practice and professional career trajectory of others. And I get a lot of satisfaction that people enjoy my writing and I get good feedback about it. So refining my writing skills has served me in many ways. For one, I am able to more readily and more expertly, if I can use that term, help people like you finish your resume write your essay, write your cover letters, write a really wonderful LinkedIn summary, or express yourself in any other way, I can bring that skill to you and that feels really great. I am actually also able to write articles that impact people all around the world. My blog reaches every continent on the planet. I write for websites. I've written some books. I've written for some magazines. So 
What I'm trying to say here is that you don't know what doors are going to open when you begin this process of learning how to express yourself articulately. And when you can do that in writing and when people can connect with what you have to say, there's no holds barred. The sky is a limit in terms of what you can do. And as you gain confidence, as you hone your craft as a writer, your desire to know more about writing and about how to express yourself even more succinctly and efficiently and powerfully, that is really going to feed you. And it's this positive feedback loop. As you get great results, as you write, as you learn, you wanna write more, you wanna learn more, you get better results, and around and around and around. And this will serve you, like I said, for years and years to come. Now, when we come back for the break, I'm going to talk about how the pen or the keyboard can be mightier than so many other things in your life, and how learning to write can also help you to learn how to read or how to read more powerfully, how to read in a way that actually really feeds you and feeds your career. And we'll talk about a well-rounded mind and why that is so important to a 21st century nurse. So we'll be right back after the break and we'll dig in a little more deeply into this whole idea of writing as it means to advance your nursing career. I'll be right back. Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support the Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at NurseKeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of the Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to the Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. And we're back. Thanks for hanging in there during the mid-roll there. And I am so glad you're still hanging out with me here on Nurse Keith's show, episode 173. Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 173. Now, before the break, I mentioned we were going to talk about how the pen or the keyboard can be so much mightier than so many other things happening. You know, the pen is mightier than the sword. It is mightier than many, many things, and we're going to dig into that right now. So when faced with stressful, challenging, difficult situations in the course of your work as a nurse on the daily basis, I have to say there is nothing akin to the ability to be able to sit down and write it out and just write your heart out and say what it is you need to say. Just get that stuff, just regurgitate it onto the page and just get it out of your system. If you, in the course of your work, are witnessing 
negative behaviors, aberrant behaviors like bullying, harassment, discrimination, negativity, or maybe you've actually been the target of this type of behavior, your ability to tell that story clearly and succinctly to communicate the pain of that type of observation or that type of experience is so exquisitely important. Now, you can sit down with your manager and say, look, it feels really terrible. This nurse is treating me very poorly. This is what I'm going through. But if you can hand that manager or that administrator or that hospital CEO a really wonderfully, powerfully crafted essay that breaks down everything that you're observing or experiencing in the workplace, that ability to articulate that in writing and pass it on to someone else, that has staying power. When you speak with someone, of course, they'll remember some of what you say, but when you're able to express it in writing and they can sit down and read it and reread it and read it again and then share it with someone else, the ability for that message to reach more people more deeply is, I have to say, very, very effective. And one thing I've told a lot of my clients and that I've talked to many people about is this notion that if you can say it, you can figure out how to write it. And if you can figure out how to write it, you can figure out how to even more deeply express what it is you're trying to say. And I know a lot of us probably have hangups from high school or even elementary school about not being good writers or not being able to express ourselves. And I will tell you that there are ways to get around those feelings, those perceived emphasis on perceived limitations to be able to take your writing to the next level. And when you're able to express yourself in writing, what happens is that it can, not always, but it can lead you to the ability to be able to also express yourself more through the spoken word. Now, when I started to write my blog and started to write professionally, I never, ever considered speaking on stage. I never considered having a podcast. I never considered doing videos. However, my ability to express myself in writing has developed and mushroomed into my ability to express myself on camera, to the ability to talk like this into a microphone, my ability to get up on a stage in front of four or 500 nurses and talk with them about whatever's in my heart and whatever's on my mind. So writing and speaking can work hand in hand. And I'm not telling you that you should or must become a professional speaker. I'm not even telling you that you need to become a professional writer or blogger or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that as your ability to express yourself increases and becomes more efficient and becomes second nature, let's say it that way, as your ability to express yourself becomes second nature, many more avenues for self-expression were open. Now, as nurses, we know documentation is important, right? In nursing and healthcare and medicine, if you don't write it down, if you don't document it, never happened, right? So, like I say in the blog post, while our clinical notes may not be the great American novel, nor should we expect them to be, we can acknowledge that being able to accurately record 
what's happened in the course of patient care and the course of a shift can bring a situation to life that other people are on the outside of. So your ability to talk about these things is great. You know, when you give report and you're able to express what you need to express and the other nurse gets it and she or he takes that information and carries on the patient's care, that is wonderful. However, your ability to put those words, to put those expressions down on paper or down on a digital device, that can be where the rubber hits the road. So in terms of the organization that you belong to, the employer for whom you work, the nonprofit you're on the board of directors for, whatever type of organization you're involved in, when you're able to write something down in a way that other people will resonate with, that becomes a valuable part of that organization's written history. It becomes a part of the overall institutional knowledge, the institutional memory that is part and parcel of that organization. So you see, let's say you are, like me, a board member of a state nursing organization. I'm a member of the board of directors of the New Mexico Nurses Association. So let's say you live in Idaho and you're on the board of some specialty nursing organization in Idaho or maybe the Idaho Nurses Association. And you are tasked with writing the annual report for that organization to be presented at the annual meeting. Now, if you can give that report a sense of style and flair and panache, and you're able to tell it like it is in a way that other people are going to be able to receive and resonate with and internalize and digest, all the better for that organization and all the better for your place in that organization. Learning to write well can be a boon to your career. It can stimulate your own personal growth, your own emotional well-being, because when you can express these things, gets them off your mind, gets them out of your heart, gets it off your chest, and helps you able to move on to the next task at hand. So one way I recommend digging deeper into the craft of writing would be to take a course in writing, of course. You can do that locally, but you can do that online. So anytime you can study writing, you can study from a book, you can apprentice, you can ask someone to mentor you, you can attend a course, you can attend a class. I also recommend reading. Reading is such a wonderful exercise. Of course, we can read for escape, like I'm reading some fun nonfiction right now just to take my mind off other things. We can read novels, we can read poetry, we can read history, biographies. Anything you read is feeding that potential writer's mind within you. It is feeding your ability to see how others use and perceive language, how they express themselves, how they get their point across. And you can find ways that you can find writers that you really resonate with, that you feel like, wow, I love how that person expressed themselves. I wanna learn how to do that too. And from being an avid reader, the leap to being an avid writer is sometimes shorter. It's not quite as frightening as for someone who doesn't really read very much and doesn't have that type of mind that is always thinking in that literary way. Do you know what I mean? So 
from a well-rounded and well-informed mind that is fed various types of literature, various types of writing, the ways in which certain people perceive the world and how they express what they are perceiving, how they articulate it. This can help you to learn what your position is, how you want to articulate your experience. And whether you want to be a journal writer who's writing just for your own pleasure, or you want to be a thought leader and an influencer in a certain part of nursing or maybe even some other industry, if you want to make money as a freelance writer or a blogger, if you'd like to podcast, or if you want to be a motivational speaker or keynote speaker, writing sits at the center of all of those activities. Even speaking and podcasting, you need to be able to write it down so that you can then speak it out loud. So the sky is the limit. That's what I want you to take away from this podcast episode. And I want you to know that all of those potential paths can come to fruition from you having a consistent writing practice. Now, I just want to reiterate one more time that this isn't about me telling you what you're supposed to do. I'm not telling you you need to write the great American novel. I'm not even telling you you need to write the great nursing novel. I'm not even saying you need to launch a blog tomorrow or next week or next year or in the next decade. What I'm trying to get across here, I guess the the bottom line is that the ability to write can serve you on so many levels, many of which you can't even imagine. Well, maybe you can't imagine them, but maybe some of them you can't. Like the things I couldn't imagine before I started blogging because I hadn't even thought of them as possibilities. So I want you to walk away from this episode thinking to yourself, one, what do I think about writing? How do I feel about writing? Do I have low writing self-esteem or Am I actually pretty good at expressing what I need to say in writing? Am I, am I pretty good in that area? Ask yourself this next question. Are there ways in which writing has positively impacted my life in the past? Did you write a amazing cover letter and land a job because they just were really blown away by what you had to say about yourself? Did you write your own resume and do a really incredible job of articulating what makes you tick and why you're so awesome and why you should get hired? Did you write an essay that just blew them away and they took you right into the nurse practitioner program because your essay just kicked butt and it was so good. They just couldn't imagine not letting you into that nurse practitioner program. Have you written a letter to the editor? that got some really good feedback? Or have you been proud of some letters you wrote to your senator or your member of Congress or your mayor or the governor of your state? That's one more thing I wanna say here is that as a nurse, as an advocate for public health, for the well-being of patients, for the healthcare system at large and for the society at large, whatever country where you happen to be living, wherever you work and live and do your thing, your ability to tell in writing the president or the mayor or the member of Congress what it is you think about this recent healthcare legislation that's before Congress or before some deliberative body, your ability to say, I'm a nurse, this is what I think, here are the reasons for my argument, I hope you'll agree with me. 
So your ability to do that increases your ability to advocate for your profession, for the healthcare industry, for the well-being of the public around you, for your town, for your county, your state, wherever it is you happen to be. So whether it's advocacy, whether it's writing fiction, whether it's writing a letter to the editor, whether it's blogging or whatever it happens to be, that ability to write is central or can be central to how you move in the world and how you demonstrate to others that you know what you know and you want to convince them of your particular point of view. So that is the takeaway for this episode. And I hope you feel uplifted and empowered. I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and career development. And if you want to talk about writing, shoot me an email at keith at nursekeith.com. We can have a chat. We can talk all about it. And I can share some more stories from my experience as a writer and a blogger and a speaker and talk to you about ways in which you can take your writing to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. And remember to check out my new podcast, Mastering Nursing. This interview style podcast will inspire, inform, and uplift you. Check it out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. And remember, if you'd like 25% off any of those Janu scrubs, that is J-A-A-N-U-U, head over to bit.ly forward slash Nurse Keith Scrubs. That's bit.ly forward slash Nurse Keith Scrubs. And the 25% off code is NurseKeith25. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and your career, and maybe your writing, to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and adios till next time from this writer's cabin here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs>